Hey there, everyone. It is great to be with you, uh, and thanks for joining us on our second episode of More and Strong in Lockdown for this particular lockdown. Uh, it's a podcast we've been just doing, I guess, when, when life's not going too good and we're locked down so that we can encourage one another, I guess, to make the most of the time, God and that kind of thing. And I'm here today with Anna. Anna, Hello. welcome to the, Thank you. To the show. Did you, ever think, yeah, did you ever think <laughs> we'd be doing a podcast together? Definitely feels like a real uh, budget Hamish and Andy experience over here, but um, but good good to be with you. How's lockdown going for you at the moment? Um, so this time around, I'm actually really enjoying it. I think first time everyone was like just a bit anxious about like what was going to happen, losing work and stuff like that. This time around, I've lost two days of working, but I'm just enjoying it. I'm loving it. Like when else is there an excuse to just be working a couple of days a week and be like, oh well. So what are you doing with your time? Um, so, well, that's been the same with Sam Ibrahim, my housemate. So we've been spending a lot of time <laughs> together. We've been um, playing lots of um, Skipbo. It's a card game. We have a tally um, with Esther, Sam and myself of who wins the most rounds. Esther's Who's currently winning? Esther's currently winning by quite a lot, actually. Um, but, yeah, Scrabble, Puzzles. Lots of walks, lots of Ashfield Park hangs. It's yeah, it's actually been really nice. Nice one. Yeah, how about for yourself? Yeah, it's it's been pretty good. Now that the weather's lifted, I can really get around the lockdown in the in the sunny blue skies. Yes. I wasn't loving it as much. It was when a bit it was, miserable. Yeah, so it's really picked up. But no, I've been it's been all right. I'm just trying to make the most of it. Been um, like we've been eating really well. As in, oh, like eating, cooking. Yeah, not not healthily, but like enjoyably. Yes, over this yeah. time. Uh, so. Highlight was a few nights ago. Sarah made a, a, a chicken schnitzel, but it was like pub Yum. quality because all the pubs oh, are shut at the moment. Been yeah. missing the pub meals, so that that was definitely a highlight um, of the last little while. And yeah, we've been out in the park, loving life out there. Yeah, done a couple of board games as well. So yeah, really can't complain at the moment. Um, but it is a bit of a different time, I guess, in in lockdown. And obviously, there are people who. Um, yeah, this has actually made work a lot harder or it's made um, life a lot less predictable. Mm. And so it really, I think it's, we are aware that it is a time in which um, for many it can be hard to be drawing near to God and, mm. and trusting him in things. And so the reason we're just putting this on every week is really just to think through ways that we can be making the most of the time and thinking through, I guess, what does it look like to draw near to God and pursue him in, in this And this week we're talking particularly about something we've done a couple of times uh, before at City Light, which is encouraging us as a church to spend a full hour with God. And so the way we do that is we put together like on some bits of paper, some kind of bit of a guide, uh, some passages, things to read. If you're watching the video of this, you can see Anna holding it up. Uh, If you're on Spotify, uh, we'll we'll describe it to you in due course. (laughs) Um, And we're going to actually be sending this out to everyone in the church over the next few days. So uh, many of you would have actually been asked uh, for your address today. It's because we were updating it. So expect one of those in the mail. Whether or not you want one, it's unsolicited, but it's coming <laughs> your way. Um, but it's something we've, we've done before. It's been really good. But I guess for a lot of us, myself definitely included, um, having, uh, I guess, a, a long period of time just alone with God can be something mm. that's really hard to do. Why do you reckon it is, Anna, that we, I guess, yeah, we often find it hard to spend good amounts of time mm. with God? Um, I think there's like a range of reasons for me personally. One of them I think is just sometimes 
I just don't think it's going to be an enjoyable thing. Like it doesn't seem very fun sometimes if you have the day off, you get up, you have so many things that you can do and sometimes it just doesn't feel like... Games of skip bro to play. <laughs> games of skip bro to play. Just, yeah, people to see, uh, friends to talk to and um, put in like a whole hour aside. Just, yeah, sometimes doesn't seem very fun. Or um, sometimes I'm just so distracted and, and so um, busy and or fast in my mind that even slowing down for a long period of time, I actually find like physically really hard sometimes. Like I, I notice myself like in my body get like antsy and um, find it hard just to like, you know, really that verse of like to be still and know that I'm God. I'm just not very practiced in it. And I think we live in a world that's, um, very fast and not very practiced in that either. So it can be a real struggle sometimes. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I, I was even just today, I was riding in here to, to do this and it was such a nice day. And so I, I, I stopped on my bike for a second and just decided to sit on the grass. And actually, because we I knew we were going to be talking about this. I was like, I'll just spend 10 minutes with God before we get in here. And I think even about like two minutes, you know, I just found myself reaching for my phone. Yeah. Because there's something that, that I find when I'm alone that I, there's, there's something confronting about it. You've got to kind of reflect. You've got to be with yourself. Right. And sometimes that's actually a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, can be really, really hard, I guess, particularly for a long time, to set aside the distractions, particularly when we've trained ourselves. I think I've trained myself to have a phone addiction where I just need to kind of have that, that input or that news or to see what Gladys has said about the case numbers mm-hmm. for the day. Uh, all this stuff is really, um, I guess, yeah, just competing for that time. Um but I guess obviously it's something that we, we value and, and the response we've had in the last couple of times that we've done this as a church together has been overwhelmingly positive mm. that um, that having that little push to get alone with God can have some real benefits. Why do you reckon it's so important? Um, I think like just off the back of what you were saying, um, it's pretty confronting to think about what it is we are being formed by and what type of person I am becoming and yeah who I am so all the different like narratives that I get throughout the day um, through things like social media through watching shows on Netflix through just conversations with people and what I see is forming who I am and like I guess we spend like hours and hours my average is probably like three or four hours a day on my phone if you like look through it like it's a scary reality. which is a scary and i would say that's probably for most people it's just like 15 minutes here 15 minutes here and i struggle to spend half an hour with god um and so i think that's a really important thing to consider because um yeah it's it's we're talking about like our soul and our heart and who we are and that's i think a very serious thing um and so i think it's so important to be coming to god and coming to um sit under his truths and be to be formed by him and who he says I am what he says about the world um is really important because we have so much like you said fighting for our attention um I listened to like a really helpful talk the other day um I've been listening to a lot of Julie Slattery she's um has a podcast she's great um but she was saying for her it's really helpful to think she calls it her three d's of kind of um, why she comes to God and her state that she's in. And she said it's, it's for her, it's either she's delighting in God, so she's coming to God really in joy and excited to come to him. She sometimes comes to him in discipline. So um, sometimes it is actually an act of faith or 
knowing that God's promises are good and true and it is for her best. And so it's a discipline sometimes to come before him and then also sometimes in desperation. So when we just really need God. And so she was saying like it's really helpful for her to like acknowledge that sometimes um, she's at a place where it is going to be a bit of a discipline and it is kind of an act of faith to be like, you know what, I know that this is for my best, this is going to for me. Um, and so it's okay that it's not always in that delight or in that real desperation, um, which I found very helpful to hear as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, I think for me, like, um, I guess I, I often I often feel the effects, I think, quite profoundly when I haven't been spending that time with God. I think um, uh, often you don't realize in the moment, I guess, just the impact that it's having to actually be having that space to be still and to be with God. But I just notice that particularly when life is as it is at the moment, a bit unknown and stressful, I find myself, when I haven't gone to God in prayer, haven't had that, that space to actually talk to Him about what I'm feeling, what's going on, the stresses that we're up against. Um, I feel like I, I end up just carrying those with me, but when mm-hmm. I've actually spent time actually hearing God speak into my life and remind me of his promises and his goodness, it affects how I am at work. So one mm-hmm. of the things I've, I try to do, and I don't always do it, is to actually have, I guess, time in the morning before I go to work where um, uh, where I can actually just, I guess, bring my day before God, pray through anything that's coming up, when I do that, it just makes for it makes for a good day. And likewise, mm. uh, one of the uh, more recent practices is actually stopping on my way home, um, and, and just spending ten minutes just reflecting on the day, bring that before God, to actually to to be able to go into into my evening and spend time with my family, not still I guess holding on to the worries, the concerns, mm. the problems, but to have laid that before God. And there's a few like, just quotes from this um, author, Pete Scazzaro, that like, I really just hold on to where he just, I guess, speaks this kind of this truth that we know, but we often forget. He says, what you do matters, but who you are matters more. He says, you cannot give what you do not possess. And he says that the state you are in is the state you give to others. Yeah. I think these three lines, I just find it a really helpful reminder that um, the things that are going to make up what my day is like and, and who I am to other people isn't just what I do or how I present, but really who I am. And I want to be a person who... Uh, who actually overflows with with the reality of God, and so it's often really hard to do, like we've said. But um, but having that time to be with God is really really important. So Anna, you've put together a um, this this particular edition of an hour with God. So every time we've done this, it's been similar in going through a, a handful of steps. Mm. Um, but every time we've made it different with different verses, um, a few different reflection activities, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Could you just talk us through this this time around for anyone who hasn't done one of these before or I guess just to pick up on some of the nuances of this particular hour with God we've put together. Um, yeah, talk us through it. Yeah, so it is a similar layout to what we've done before and um, it has, I think this one has seven steps in it. And we haven't changed the first, you know, step one and step two has kind of been the same throughout all of them because um, the first step is withdraw. Um, so I think really taking from um, the idea that I think like Jesus really showed us to um, depart, to withdraw, to go into the desert and have time just alone with his father. Um, so I think taking that idea and um, that example that Jesus showed us. Um, so the first step is withdrawing away and the second step is 
silence. Um, and so we have a bit of a guide in just how to kind of pause even just for two minutes before this one we pause a couple of times. So we do it first and then we read through another verse um, and do it again. Um, but I think like we were saying before, it's it's still just such a hard thing and we need a lot of practice in it. I feel like for me, yeah, this is the most important step. Like if I get these first two, particularly the withdrawal, like that for me that means not having my phone or any other distraction within reach. Like if I know that I can just stop, so for me it's going to a park, mm. putting the phone fully away. Um, I have an analog watch which helps so I can actually keep track of the time without, yeah. without a phone. But um, yeah, but even just that, that initial couple of minutes, quieting just quieting yourself and your thoughts can be really hard but really helpful yeah yeah and i think um it's just a great attitude to like go into spending time with god uh, like uh, you just quoted pete scazzaro but pete scazzaro has actually some resources online um if you just even google like pete scazzaro silence video um he has a bunch of videos where it's just silence but um just really slowly goes through verses and then has like a chime where you kind of close your eyes for three minutes and then it chimes again and you open your eyes. But I've been doing this also with like just um, like my daily devotions have been a really helpful practice. Yeah, it sounds worth trying out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have um, just reading a bunch of verses about um, God's character and who he is. Um, so that's just a chance for us to kind of really reflect um on the truth of God's character and I think that perspective of um, who he says he is. Because I find, I think, often when we're just going through life, it's just so easy to kind of um, come with our own ideas of who God is or we can really form um, our opinion of that without actually coming to the scriptures and we have the word to tell us who God's character is and that's such... um, a stable and grounding thing I think that I often really love rooting myself in because um, God's character is like unchangeable so um, that's just a chance to kind of reflect on those kind of truths. Um, Then the fourth step is just a time of praise and thanksgiving. Um, So in this step um, we've got just some lines where you can actually write down things that um, you're really wanting to praise God for or be thankful for as well. Um, and yeah, a bunch of verses there just about um, how good God is, um, which I think is helpful to start with as well because I think we're often very quick to jump into um, asking God for things or coming to God in need. Um, so I think that really can like shape our hearts as well, spending time, especially you know when we're going through hard seasons, um, being able to reflect on things that we're thankful for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then our fifth step is bringing back an old favourite from our weekend away. <laughs> I've put in um, another lament. I think, f- yeah, for at the weekend away we did this. It was the first time we had lament as a section. I think for me and I think for a lot of other people it was probably the most that was the most unfamiliar, I guess, in kind of putting it this time. Yeah, what's, what's the lament? Yeah, and I think um, I put it in again because um, a lot of people mentioned um, when – we did that at the weekend away that it was the first time that they've ever done that and it was very unfamiliar and I think it's really um, important to be able to build kind of lamenting into like our regular rhythms of, of how we come to God and how we um, process difficult emotions. How would you define it? Yeah, lament. What, what even is a lament? So I guess a lament is um, coming to God in um, with your 
with your heart in the purest form and pouring your heart out before God. Um, I think we say in here it, it's not coming to God like for an answer or it's not a space where we're trying to work out our, our, our problems or our pain, but it's almost um, a chance to just really grieve to God or, yeah, pour out our heart to God um, and, you know, instead of um, doing other things that with our difficult emotions, you know, often I think we sit with really hard things and, and we react to that and we sometimes have really unhelpful behaviours that we do um, in response to that. So in, instead of that, we're actually running to God um, with, you know, sorrow, pain, hurt, um, whatever it is but just really pouring our hearts out to God. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we have a chance to kind of, there's like if you haven't done it before, there's a bit of a um, step-by-step process in that, um, what kind of is included in the lament, because it can kind of be a bit overwhelming, I think. Um, like you were saying before, it can be a bit confronting, like sitting with... Yeah, <laughs> how, like I guess how is listing out all my problems going to make me feel better at the end yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's really cool. Uh, we put in a... Um, a psalm that you can read through um, that is a lament um, because David was one of the biggest lamenters in the Bible Um, and I think it's really beautiful to see that um, God has given us lamenting and he's given us emotions to be able to process things and that's a process that he's designed Um, and you can really see when you read through the psalms that David's wrestling with things but it often like not always there's a couple of laments that don't but it often results with David coming back to the truths of who God is and you can really see the process of him really um in pain and then um demanding things of God and and complaining and asking questions and you can see how Mm. it's like a process and then he comes to the end of kind of understanding again who's who's God's character is or like a real vow to praise him again um and I think we don't like to go through that process a lot of the time because it can seem really hard and difficult. But, um, yeah, I think it's a process that God's given us and it's really important to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so our step after that um, is to sit with some promises of God as well. And I think that's really important, especially um, after lamenting um, because the um, word of God has so many beautiful truths that we can um, build our lives on. Um, So the sixth step is just kind of really considering the promises of God and um, things that we can kind of hold on to, especially in lockdown and and consider um, how we want to be holding on to those promises and truths um, through lockdown. Um, And then the final step that we have is a time of worship. Um, So we haven't done this in an hour with God yet, I don't think. I think particularly, yeah, there's an ac- kind of a, an exercise or a whatever you've put at the end, which I really like, yeah. yeah. So um, it was cool kind of going through um, a bunch of different scriptures where um, you really see like the Bible kind of cause for us to um, respond um, to God and, and to praise him in our heart and to, to worship him. Um, and I think sometimes... Yeah, this can feel a bit like funny, like you can feel a bit silly even if you're by yourself doing things like um, singing or dancing or whatever is your kind of natural response. But um, we've just put down a bunch of different ideas. I I wrote down here the Bible teaches us to 
bow down, to make music, to extend our hands, to sing praises, to kneel and to act out of thanksgiving for what has or will be done. Um, so there's just an opportunity at the end to spend the remainder of your time after ref reflecting on just such an amazing truth and, and spending time with God to actually worship him as well. Um, and so I just want to encourage everyone to be um, just open to that. Um, and also I think like God's designed us all so differently. So worship is going to look very different for each person. Um, but if you feel a bit self-conscious in that, just to, I don't know, to have a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, honestly, Anna, I think this is the, the best one we've done yet. So thanks for oh, all great. the effort you've put into it. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to doing it later in the week. Um, and also just looking forward to hearing how others find it. Mm. And just really just trusting that this is going to be a massive blessing to our church in this season. Um, and so like we said before, if you're... Um, yeah, if you're a part of a city-like community already, uh, unless we've got your address wrong, which we don't think we do, but hopefully you'll get this in the mail later in the week. But if you're not a member of this church, uh, maybe listening to this on, on Spotify or on your podcast app or wherever you're getting it, if you want to get a physical copy of this, you can contact us through our church website, which is citylight church.com.au or through our Facebook page um, and we'll also be putting up a PDF version of this as well in case anyone doesn't get the physical mm -hmm. copy in time as well so feel free to reach out with that um, and also as always just if there's any other ways we can be helping you guys or supporting you as a leadership of the church this week anything you want prayer for please uh, don't hesitate to get in touch with us we'd love to be hearing from you um, and we'll continue to be praying for you guys as well yep um, so thanks so much for, for all the work you put in, Anna. Thanks, thanks for running no us worries. through it. Thanks Great. for being here. And everyone will see you uh, probably back online this Sunday. Um, and I think we'll do another one of these next Monday Sounds as well. Good. Have a good week.